We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. And we praise you. And we bless you. Because by, by your holy cross, cross, by your holy cross, by your holy cross, you have redeemed the you world. You have redeemed the world. You have redeemed the world. Station 11. Jesus promises his kingdom to the repentant thief. Our reading is from Luke 23, verses 39 through 43. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we, indeed, justly, for we are receiving the due reward for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. We are given in the two criminals co-crucified with Jesus a condensed version of life, really. The philosopher Thomas Hobbes is famous for saying that life is solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. And such was the case for the two criminals at Jesus' right and left. Luke records a conversation between the three of them, and at this point in the process of going through the stations, you must be aware of how exhausted these men happened to be. Beaten, flogged, dragging a cross, bleeding, affixed to a cross in such a manner that made it difficult to breathe. So when anyone says anything on the cross of their crucifixion, it takes monumental effort to breathe and to be in a talking state of mind. The first criminal uses what little life and energy and voice he has left to poke and prod at Jesus. Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. Perhaps this criminal is hoping to get lucky and escape his execution by rolling the dice with Jesus. Or perhaps misery simply loves company. Hold that in contrast with the second criminal's response. Don't you fear God? Clearly an odd question uh, to ask from one criminal to another. We deserve this, says the second criminal. He does not. The biblical word for this attitude is repentance. I deserve this is clearly the better attitude. But the operative saving work between the two criminals is not their own self-understanding, as if one criminal thinks he's unlucky and the other criminal thinks his life is just. The operative saving work has to do with how they understand Jesus. The first criminal scoffs, Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. The second criminal believes. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Life is, in many respects, solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. And this is why we can feel free to identify with the criminals next to Jesus on the worst of all days. The call of Christianity is not the absence of suffering, but the belief that a suffering Messiah is a saving Messiah. Believe that, and you will be in paradise with him. <laughs>